Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight we are joined by Andy. Andy, how are you doing tonight? What up, what up? And we're also joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we are here, episode 15 recap show. (laughs) And oh my God, oh my Lord. Two people eliminated? We got to get the stat department on it. When was the last time two people have been eliminated in an episode? It's got to have been like six seasons ago. Alex, do you know? That's that's a good point. I don't know that off the top of my head. Definitely not this season. I guess it probably would have been the last. I think it may be Fezzi and Mariah. The last elimination last season. Maybe. Which at this point... Is probably like 15 months ago, legitimately. <laughs> I mean, was that in 2022? Beginning of 2023. Okay. I mean, tonight was the first episode in a long time that kind of felt normal. Now, there was a lot of things during the episode I wasn't a huge fan of. Formats I like, but... Are we, I hate to say the word, are we back? We are so back, baby. Wow, Andy, tell me about tonight's episode. Your thoughts. It was it was electric. It's like, guess what? When you put an incentive on the daily, they're going to try harder. It's going to be more entertaining for us. And then we get the best daily that we've gotten all season. And I loved how they actually changed the format. Like, I think we've all been kind of skeptical how things change either mid-challenge or just formats in general. Personally, I love this. If you lose the daily, gone. If you win the daily, a ton of power, but not like an absurd amount. And then three people go into the elimination and it's a blind elimination. Like, I'm all in for these changes. And unless I'm crazy, I think we're getting it up until the finale. Alex, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this episode was not only the best episode of the year, it was the best episode of the season, in my opinion. I think it was exactly what we needed. You know, we talked last week about how we had life and, like, the episode was better than the week before. But, uh, like we discussed on the pod, like, so much of that hinged on one final, like, number in an elimination and, like, not – and, like, getting to see somebody actually go home. Tonight – Tonight we had a lot of good things. We had um, – it wasn't just that somebody got purged in the daily. It was that TJ told us that that is going to be the regular for this stage of the game, and we can be expecting that. We see the new format. It kind of brings in dual vibes. Um, we had a really good entertaining elimination and one that's like – I feel like it's hard to pull off the three-person ones, especially if it's not all the same sex. 
Um, I feel like that was good. We saw them go out to a boat, even though that was only probably 10 minutes of the episode. It was fun to see them fucking smiling and enjoying themselves. Um, it was just, it was a very good episode and it kind of, it's, it's like, it's weird that the 15th episode of the season was actually really good. Usually it's terrible. And I think it's kind of the opposite of usual. Cause like we've sat through 14 pretty bad episodes, but this is why we do it. This is a, this is a fun 90 minutes. Yeah. You, you kind of said after 20 episodes last season, or whatever it was, episode 15, you're just like, can we just end this shit? Like, I'm done. This kind of like, I don't know if it's there's just so many people, but why is this not just the format the entire season? Like, you could knock down the episode totals to 10. More people would watch. More people would be enjoyed. But, like, Trev, where's, where's the chaos in that? Yeah, I, I, would, I will argue Conquest is more chaos than chaos. I agree. Just think about it. There are what five episodes in a row where no one went home, right? Yeah. Four. So that's four. Four episodes. Twenty-five percent of the season so far have been they start the challenge and end the challenge, and nothing happens. How is that chaotic? That's more. That was more control. That should have been the control phase of. I feel like now we should just build like that uh, Spider-Man meme, you know, like the Spider-Man's pointing at each other, but you do three of them and you put like chaos on one conquest on one. And then what was the other one? Control control. So they're just all like, who's who kind of, thing. you you know, what's so good about that is like, we saw for seven, eight episodes, whatever it was like, they would all say like, this is chaos. Like you can never predict what's going to happen in chaos as if like, that word, that title actually meant something. And we already saw tonight. They're like, this is conquest. Anything can happen. <laughs> God. All right. So let's dive right in tonight's episode. Uh, pre-challenge. Um, Jay and Kylan beefing it out. I, I know we're, we're a broken record by now. Jay has to be the worst competitor by far in the past five seasons, not even close. And I know we've hinted at it. You don't think so? Fezzy, but continue. Okay. He is every episode that continues, he gets worse and worse. Can, can I add on to that, Trev? Go because ahead, please. The, the thing that pissed me off about Jay in this part, not, not the whole episode, because he literally like succeeded to piss me off like five separate times. But in this part, pre-daily, he was going on and on about, you're laughing? My brother just got sent home. He's got to go crying to, like, he let his wife and his, like, kid down. Like, and you are th- you think that's funny? And, like, you don't think that's sad? You've done that to everyone on this alliance that you're talking to. Like, I don't know why Kylan didn't just say, like, what about Melissa, Jay? Like, me and her were very close, hopefully very, very close for his sake. And she's got a, like a newborn kid that's coming home with no money and the mom was just away for a while. So like, how does it not go both ways? Jay plays this like victim card. Like it's it, it's just fucking bananas. It's like he's ready to, t- to turn on somebody or send somebody home 
But the second he's dealt with any sort of like adversity or anything that doesn't go his way, he just cries like a little baby back bitch. It's all the same shit he's doing to them. Yeah, it, it's when the roles are reversed, it it's all good. But then when it's to him, shots fired. He's oh baby wawa. It's it's ridiculous. Um did any of you guys get vibes? Like I was so close. I really wanted Kylan to like even poke the bear a little more. Kind of like Jordan and Turbo, you know, like you can copy my walk and stuff like that. I really wanted like another blow up like that. I don't know if you guys felt that or had any thoughts, uh, but anything else on kind of the the beef between those two? I mean, Jay would be the perfect person um, to kind of react to that um, because he, you know, his entitlement is just absurd. I don't think the the I don't think anyone has a higher ratio of feeling like they're owed something, but also they've done as little as Jay has done on the challenge ever before. Like you think about older seasons, bananas would get pissed if somebody said his name and sent him into elimination. But like he had multiple rings to stand on. Um, and like Jay is just, Jay is just terrible. And so I think really one of the things that's going to happen in, in this season is going to be the outcome of Jay. And it's going to be, you know, does he get sent home in an elimination and we're all celebrating? Does he, make the final and we all celebrate when he loses like something's gonna happen where we're all like talking about it on this podcast and i just hope it's in our favor alex and i want to add to the stir the prop i know that's going to be later on in tonight's episode but one thing while we're talking about it when jay gets eliminated this season over under us speaking 15 and a half minutes on it under about Jay getting eliminated, you're talking about? I feel like we could get down a rabbit hole. Of you know me, I go on my rants. <sighs> oh, yeah, I know. Alex, I mean, you guys know, listeners, that when Alex went on his rant about Fezzi, and Fezzi literally made a cameo oh, yeah. about him. Oh, And that is now on the front page of his cameo site. Is it still on there? Probably. Trev, yeah. I, 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 think it, I think it depends. I think it'll be close no matter what. But I think if he gets sent home in a fashion where, like, if he does a, uh, what's it called, original J, old J, where he, like, literally quits because he can't drink something, then I oh. think that's the over. What if about, he, if, like, what if he went into, a like, a hall brawl and, like, yes. Horacio KO'd him and then the ambulance had to come and Lake Gyllenhaal put him on a stretcher and drove him away? Like, that's that's at least twenty five minutes. Twenty five. Okay. Okay. We could go for a while. Jay's such a little bitch. I say the under, but like, I don't think there's ever been somebody that all three of us collectively hate this much. I think we all agree the other Jay. I don't really. I, this Jay's worse for me. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I think I think are we doing what about Jay, Jay? I can't stand Fezzi, but I think I, Jay, I don't Alex likes Fezzi. I think literally as a group, if we were to just power rank like our most hated people that have ever been on the show, I think Jay would be the consensus one in terms of like total score. Good point. 
Alex? Because you had Alex. Where where did you rank Jay? Like I know when we did that little mini Mount Rushmore, you had him like you were gonna pick him probably like two or three. Like if you I mean, I, I, think I had him three maybe. Okay, but I think I mean like I like he is like one of the. That's the sad part about this all is that he's calling the shots. So like he should be pretty high up, but like it's just frustrating to fucking watch this for 15 episodes. Um okay. Is it still here? I'm pulling pulling your screen up closer. No, he's still Fezzy. Number two. It's number two. Wow. Just bodied him. Wow. Um Izzy, welcome to the chat. Let's break out the Rogan versus Jay elimination and told Madness to see Jay go home in the ambulance. I mean, that came up on the timeline the other day, and we tweeted about it. Like, one of those moments where you look back, Jay got bodies. Like, come on. Can we – and I hate to go completely off the rails. Should we get Rogan back on the challenge? One yes. more chaos? I mean – I think people slept on Rogan. He I was, didn't like. I didn't like the other. Who was it? Joss was that? Joss the other Fox. Yeah, I, I didn't like him. Rogan, I, I liked. I, I didn't I think mind. Rogan him. walked so James could run. Oh come on! Because I haven't seen them in the same room together, and I'm convinced they might be the same person. God. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, we kind of go to the clock, and this is when everybody starts freaking out on. Oh no, the countdown begins. Conquest is here. Um, I love kind of like, you know, them the, the camera cutting to each person like, oh, I wonder what it's going to be. And they're like trying to guess like what it is and stuff. Even though like you should know a pretty good idea of what's going to happen, right? So, all right. So we go to the daily after this. Wait, wait, I, I, just, I just have one quick comment about the clock itself. And like you said, you know, they cut to everybody and their reactions. My favorite part about that was it, it was very under the radar, but they're, you know, they have the huge clock and it's like 23 hours, 45 minutes, 50 mm -hmm. seconds, the seconds are going down. Somebody said, it's a, definitely a female voice, maybe Mariah. She like points to the clock and says like, is that 23 hours? And that was just hilarious to me because I know that like, it's kind of like, she's probably joking around, but like deep down, she probably thought like is that 23 hours 23 minutes and if somebody would have said yeah mariah that's like even like you can clearly see how fast each column is going and if somebody would have said yeah like we got a challenge in 23 minutes like or get ready to go that was just just classic them not knowing like hours versus minutes versus seconds i mean these people are just in in this and i hate to bring up this again this is why we need trivia like seriously like, what? I brought up trivia. I know. But I, we always bring it up is what I'm saying. Like, the fact that we are not getting a true trivia episode this year, where you could probably ask Mariah or whoever that person was, how many hours are in a day? And they would have no fucking idea. <laughs> Remember, uh, what if one of the questions was like, can you name the planets? <laughs> <laughs> one Do of them... And Jupiter. <laughs> if you showed a picture of an analog clock, like with the clock hands, and it was set to like 245, they would have no idea. Know. How many people would know? I think half the cast would be gone. I think it would be actually, be, instead of showing them, 
I think it'd even be funnier if they if they were all the clocks and like you know in elementary school, I'm picturing like Mrs. Burge or something, kind of just like go to two forty five, everybody, turn it around. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, people are like all over the place. There was there was a trivia question. Uh, Dabu, help me out. It was I think War of the Worlds two, and it was like how it was like how many seconds are in five minutes something like that and i think this girl's answer was 24 yes it was it was it was like it was not even a full minute there yeah look mikey the doctor right right after mikey mikey what was her answer i think it was 24 i think it was 24 i'm almost positive you're right i do remember that but like how are we missing on that content i don't get it it's Ridiculous. I mean, it's like they're such idiots. I mean, they probably go back and work at like the grocery store or something, and their boss is probably like, you know, Mariah, why are you late? I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell the time. Like <laughs> she's on MST time, Mariah Standard time. Yes, which is not just confused with ABSD. But God, uh, all right. So going back to now the daily. Uh, the daily is when we kind of hear the whole conquest uh, with the whole purge and everything like that. Alex, do you want to explain kind of the whole conquest for this uh, group? Sure. So now we're in uh, the, the third C conquest and TJ says that it's all solo. There's going to be no partners, no four person teams anymore. Every challenge is solo. But I think the best part of it is that um, the last place person it's, and it's also Kind of, at least for now, it seems like everybody's blended together. There's no guys versus girls. They're all together, and the last place person of each challenge is just sent straight home. Mm -hmm. What are our thoughts on that? I know we kind of hinted at it. I think we can all agree, last place going home, great for the game. Without going too far, is this the best daily format I guess it's not even a, what is what is the word kind of gameplay f- like like format yeah but it's like I'm trying to say in like how many seasons like I feel like this is the best format and it's only part one or part three of the entire season so I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say but I think this is the best format yeah, we've had in a long that. time it's like a sub format yes a, it's yes that's I, I'll, I'll say that to, to answer your question, I I, I, I like it in general. I that's what I'm saying. I don't know how to word it. <laughs> I, I enjoy the last per- place person getting sent home. I just I think it's interesting now that like I, I would not have been surprised if TJ said basically the same thing, like you're all together, but instead of the last person getting sent home, it's the last female. Because I think there was one more girl than guys. So I think it's interesting that he just completely abandoned that. But like and next week, because there's now, I think, one more guy, same thing. It says, like, if a girl gets last place, they're still gone. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, overall, I like them all competing together. I was just kind of surprised that he didn't separate the last place to kind of continue evening out the numbers. Here's – um. so, obviously, I'm already on record as saying I like this format. But I think the thing I like most about it is and even though we saw the voting or like what i like to call the domino effect 
where it's one person votes for another votes for another. Um, I, I thought that was entertaining, but what I like most about it, aside from the last person going home is you have to win. And the whole reason why Zaza, um, Kylan and Horacio got sent in was because Ed on the other lines won. And the best part about that in my mind is it's very clear even before today that Jay's little alliance still had more numbers. And all that needs to happen is whoever wins controls how the vote goes. So like in this instance, now Horacio and Kylan are coming back. If one of them wins the whole domino effect gets turned on its head. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like because if it's just the numbers game and the daily doesn't give you actual power, then you're fucked. It's all just a little political numbers game. It has nothing to do with the daily. And now this has completely flipped the game on its head from that perspective. Alex, anything to touch to that? No. What what do you think of it? No, I, I like it. I, I like how it's different and it's put up or shut up, like Andy said. Like, you win, you have true power in this game. That's not too much power. But at the end of the day, like, the people who don't show up for the dailies that skate by are gone. So I'm curious to see how many episodes – I mean, how many people are we at – are we with now? 14? I think 13. 13? Yeah. I'm curious to see how many more – episodes we get i hope it's like four or five of this format to get us down to like five total i hope they don't do like four guys four girls for the finale like i hope it's like a true like it could be five guys running for the finals or five girls running for the finals i hope that's how they do it yeah and that's why i think it's going to be interesting to see if tj does step in at some point and says like it's the last guy or girl because i think now i think we have seven guys and six girls so like if you're going to the final with four girls we're pretty close to that point you know one more elimination would get us down to five next week so mm-hmm. i i think it's going to be interesting to see how you know they kind of like the challenge always does how they make up the rules week by week yeah they might just be like you know what we're at the finale <laughs> next week after giving us this <laughs> gem they might just be like you know what we're good we just we have we have, we have one more chant. <laughs> you thought a you thought a three part finale was long. Oh baby, better strap in. Uh, so the daily itself. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I feel like it was just kind of thrown together, like some pieces were just rolled out. What was it? A little paddle boarding, picking up some rings and running across. It was very like. Hey, what items do we still have in storage? And let's throw it out. I don't know. I got that vibe. Sue me. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I I'm with you. I did enjoy it though. Yeah. Uh, somebody made a reference that it was scary as hell. It kind of looked terrifying when you got dropped and you're like that deep in water and it's totally pitch black. That'd be scary. Can I say one thing? Um, are daily challenges better when they're at night automatically? Is that like a plus one on the scale? I it think they are. I think it gives it it gives it like a twenty percent chance at ending at a as as a good challenge. Let me go this route with you. If this was in the light, 
this was at one o'clock PM, would we say this challenge completely sucked? I wouldn't say it sucked, but the nighttime is definitely better. God, it's kind of scary. That's what I'm saying. God, very it, like Mario Party, like the haunted house one where it turns the night and you're just like, oh shit. We don't talk about that one. Explain. That is scary. Scary. God. <laughs> Alex, what were your thoughts? I it, well, not only are you getting dropped into water, you know, in, in the middle of the night, but it's also like you're not just, you know, walking off the edge of a boat. You're getting dropped off the fucking thing at a random point in time. Um, but I, I like this challenge. I don't think it was, you know, the best challenge we ever had. But I think things I liked about it were one, I like that they did three heats of five. So it was mm-hmm. very easy to follow, like, you know, these three people all won their heats. So the winner is going to be one of those. But I don't know exactly who it is. And like, same thing with the last place, since, you know, obviously um, the last place mattered this time. Um, so I think I, it was a good challenge. You know, it wasn't very puzzly. You had the rings and everything. Um, but I think it was a fun challenge to kind of get us started in the, in the Congress. I agree. And it was fun that like they could follow along, um, but not too in depth. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Sorry. I had, uh, somebody texting me fake info that I, almost lost it all right uh so wait who won this daily me and andy's boy pulling out the dub um ed from the circle pulling out the dub the goat what else is new uh dabu writes the daily needed nelly t Corey, leroy people that can't swim honestly scuba nelly would have been gold for this would have been an awesome challenge what do all three of those contestants have in common no rings Bingo. Um, what? What do we think? Ed from the circle pulling out the dub. Alex, Ed, I know you're not a fan of him. I, I, look, I'm a fan of Ed from the circle. Um, I, I think it was more interesting than Horacio winning because those were the last two. DJ said in a matter of seconds. Because um, if oh, I thought that went in. If Horacio. And one. If Horacio uh, wins, we'll kind of know where everything is headed. Ed from the circle was a bit more mysterious, but I mean, good for Ed from the circle. He's won four of the last five, I think, dailies. He's in a and good that's, spot. that's why I like this. Ed is good at fucking challenges. Horacio is good at fucking challenges. These little bitch boys like Jay are going to get exposed because they suck at actual challenges. So, like, I love seeing Ed win. I, I'm i rooting for the Horacio and Kylan um, alliance because I think they're way less of little bitches. Um, I think that's riddled with Jay's team. Um, but Ed from the circle is obviously my guy and Trevor's guy. And now it's like, yeah, guess what? If you want to call shots in this house, you can't just have these friends. You have to win. Let me go this route with you. Mikey the Doctor writes, do you think Ed from the Circle is the strongest player left? I think he is. Who do you think is? Yeah, it's, I think it's got to be. Because for me personally, 
my top tier of like overall guys is Ed Horacio. And I'm throwing Kyland in there. Kyland is good. Like he he's been winning challenges. He's won eliminations. Like I think Kyland is actually a good competitor, but Ed is very strong and he's very smart. He can so, swim. And he can swim. And he's just awesome. So I do think Ed's my number one guy, but I do think that top tier is pretty close. Alex, thoughts on who's the strongest? I think I think if it's a question of who's in the best position, I think Ed has has a good argument for number one, but I would still, if we're just talking best on paper for people left, I would still give the nod to Horacio. Okay, fair. All right, so Ed from the circle wins. Now, Alex, this new format, tell us, tell the fans, what power, or Andy, you, you want to say, you're the puppet master. What power does Ed from the circle get? So now Ed has what I like to call the first domino in the domino effect, where he gets to keep one person safe. Mm -hmm. That person then keeps another person safe, so on and so forth, until there are three contestants left, and then those three are going into elimination. I don't want to say the challenge listens to this podcast, but didn't we say something like this last season when we talked about domino effects? Dot, I mean, I probably. We usually give them ideas that they take. God. What, what do we think about this? I like this. I think it shows alliances, and I think the, the better thing, too, you can strategically pick certain people. So, like, if two people are in an alliance – if all three of us are together, if Adam picks me first, I mean, we all know I'm picking Andy next, but if Adam were to pick Andy first, Andy might pick Alex over me. So it's very maso menos. It's very interesante. It's very fun. It's entertaining. So, and it shows everybody's card, which I like. I, I like it. You know, it, it instantly gives me the dual vibes because this is how they basically did every voting. Um, but it is slightly different, which is, um, so I, I like that it's a shakeup. I like that it's something we had way back when, but it is different. And I guess what kind of worries me about it is what we saw tonight. Where like, is it going to be a type of thing where the next five episodes, whatever Alliance has the numbers that just determines everything. Because if you recall in dual and the dual twos of the world, it in they've kept doing the picks to get to one person left, and then that person got to call in who they went to go against. So like there yeah. was no way to, you know, like tonight what they did is basically assure that these three people in the smaller alliance, we send them all in. Somebody is a hundred percent going home from that group. The old, you know, dual format, you couldn't really do that. So like I mm -hmm. like I, I like the format on paper. I like that they're switching it up. I just hope that people start to kind of talk about like, you know, they're assuming this alliance is just going to go down the domino effect. What if I switch my vote as the fifth person, then what happens? What's the domino effect after that? So I'd like it. I just hope that it, I hope that they all like think strategically about it every week. Absolutely. So moving on, uh, the next part of the episode was not a clerk, 
but the boat what what the fuck was all this about um who's paying for this shit i don't know but i'm here for it oh i mean we got some outfits we didn't get we didn't get as many shots as they could have done but man oh man good looking cast Mariah just shows up. She's like the male lady, not male man, but male lady just shows up every day. One of the best looking, but one of the worst casts of all time. Yes. Which totally agree. Which is pretty impressive, honestly. So yeah. on the boat, really nothing happens. Just a couple uh, conversations of, oh, if you vote for this person, I'll vote for this person, blah, blah, blah. Nothing too crazy. Uh, so let's go to the voting. So I wish I had down the whole domino effect of every single person, but that would, we'd be here all night. So Ed from the circle, first pick Emmanuel, which not surprising there. Um, so, oh, down goes Alex. I completely left. Um, so yeah, he was the first person he goes with that. Let's skip ahead towards the last pick, which it got down to Norris, and she saved Olivia, right? Yes. Which, what did we think about that? I mean, I feel like she kind of had to. I do think she kind of trusts Horacio more, but Olivia's always been her number one. They're best friends outside the show. I don't think that's all just smoke and mirrors. Like, when Jay talks about how every single person's his best friend, like, that's all bullshit, but... Mm -hmm. I do think Olivia and Norris are very close. And Horacio obviously telling her to pick one of the girls helps. And it's also one of those things where it's like, I mean, Olivia is a beast, don't get me wrong. But if you're going into an elimination, who has a better chance of coming back? Olivia Absolutely. or Horacio? So yeah. one thing that just pissed me off, though, and you mentioned it earlier, is like Ed picking Emmanuel. Am I – am I – Am I crazy or were Ed and Emmanuel not like the two that were getting voted on last episode by this like big alliance? Like why are Ed and Emmanuel one like still tied to this alliance and two like automatically working together? <laughs> Sorry, you might have to repeat that because <laughs> – is going on right now i don't know but my whole point there is the big alliance like the j alliance was clearly going after ed and emmanuel last episode why the hell are they still working with them <laughs> hold the phone back i'm right here <laughs> your face is like bigger than the entire screen no 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 you can't do that now you're sideways yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. I mean, it was almost like your face was like this close to the screen. You were taking up the entire box. I'm fully. My arm is just fully extended now. It's like a. It's just punishment. It's like a daily. You got to see how long you can hold uh, your arm out for. Um, so the last three people, like we said, Horacio, Kylan, and uh, Zara. So elimination. What did we think about, and 
I'm a huge fan of it. I love this style of elimination with nobody else around. Very fresh meat-esque, which I know Alex and I really enjoy. So I think Andy might hate this. But what are your thoughts on having eliminations away from competitors? They should do it more often. Especially, especially because of the trend that we've gotten over the past few seasons where not only are they all are the fan are the other challengers all there they're helping them they're telling them exactly what number to put in exactly what puzzle piece to move around and so i like the fact that that j- like doing this just completely removes that andy thoughts i agree i think it adds some more um suspense and anticipation of who comes back um and it's kind of like Man in their arena. You're down there. You don't have anyone else around you. It's time to man up or get sent home. Perfect. So how about the how about the elimination? Three stations. You can go whatever order you want and get it done. I like it. I just didn't like each event. Thoughts? What do you mean by each event? You didn't like the puzzles themselves? Yeah, like, you know how there were, like, three stations or whatever? I just wasn't a fan of that. You've always liked puzzles, though. Fuck off. Like, why not do stuff, like, why not just mix in the old challenges in there? Like, you know, the one where, I'm thinking of the one, what was the soccer one, where they, like, were kicking the ball? across yes. or whatever <laughs> do that one you throw like another like you know like the tower one with laurel why not do that and then like one other weird one like that and just have three of those why are we doing puzzles and crap i mean i figured this would be puzzle heavy considering it's guys and girls both puzzles is kind of like the equalizer in that um it was just annoying to see three of them but honestly, I didn't hate them, and we got a pretty tight race, so that obviously helped. But well, yeah, it was the closest elimination ever. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I did like that there were three different kinds of puzzles. Um, but it, I mean, it really does suck when it's like, all right, you've got two guys and a girl. It's going to be puzzle heavy. There's really no way around it. Mm-hmm. So. Horacio picks up the dub. Kylan, my man, finishes second. And Zara gets eliminated and finishes third. So, goodbye, Zara. What what was our actual thoughts on her? I actually enjoyed her towards the end. In the beginning, she was kind of Maso Menos, but, like, at the end, I was fine with. I agree. And I think one of the reasons I was a little Maso Manos on her in the beginning, thinking back on it, is kind of one of the reasons I think I like her more because she wasn't like obnoxiously trying to be in front of the camera or like being involved in all this bullshit drama, which is the majority of what what we've gotten this season. So I'm glad she wasn't really a part of that. She was just wanting to compete. And I think even during this elimination where she couldn't get over the hit or over the little um, yeah. obstacle, but she was still fighting hard. Like, yeah, you can tell she's like, a, she's a legit competitor and she's kind of bad. 
let me go this route with both of y'all because I really enjoyed her. Like I said, towards the end, she is somebody we need for next season. Yes or no? Ne- well, next season is ultimate champion. Um, I would definitely like Z- Zaza to be a returning character in the coming seasons. Okay. Well, season 40 is not going to be all chance. We all know that, right? Who says no? BME. <laughs> Alex, what was your thoughts on her? Fan of her? Didn't like her? I, I liked her. Um, I mean, again, like kind of to Andy's point, she didn't seem like she was on the challenge to, you know, get 100,000 more Twitter followers. Like, she seemed like she was actually there to compete. And you compare some of these other people like, you know, like uh, Narice and Mariah and Olivia, like they're all kind of basically the same person. Like they come on, they're, you know, good at some challenges. They hook up with people. They have, you know, they post their thirst traps on Instagram, all that. Like that's kind of who they are. Zara is not that she's coming on. Like, I guess my, my main gripe, I guess about her is that she didn't have any storylines, but I don't think that's her fault. I think that's the challenge producer's fault. Like, you know, sticking to every episode revolves around Jay and Michelle. Like, I think, you know, it would be interesting to see like, you know, what her background is, how she relates to different, different guys. Like, I think she'd be a fun person to see on for a second season. Andy, you said you said yes. You gave the thumbs up. Yes, um, I did have a question for you guys though because it did pop into my mind. Um, simple yes or no. Is Anissa ever getting over that wall? Yes. The she wall is. from the elimination tonight. Yes. yes, that took Zara a ton of effort and multiple tries and a no lot of time. No chance. I I don't know. I don't know if she could crawl through the mud under that net thing. All right. Was the third third thing the balance beam? Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? That thing's getting cracked. All right. Enough. Kind of flip up like this, like a Venus flytrap. All right. I, I think Mikey the doctor's got the best thing if she just ran through it, kind of like the Kool-Aid man. That's probably your best chance. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So Zara goes home, end of EP. The one thing that I'll say, what do we think about not going back to the house? just yet so like the competitors have no idea who's eliminated do we like that you know i'm thinking fresh meat i always loved in fresh meat like when they would show the car come by and they're all sitting on the balcony they're like oh and then whoever it was you know would obviously walk out so what are our thoughts on that i well i i like that for this season and how this season's gone because i think it might be our our sort of a new streak because i think next week we'll obviously start with them coming back and, you know, it's Kylan and Horacio in the car together, and they'll all freak out, like, 
it's obviously it it doesn't hold a candle to the real streak that all the AWLs know about, but it I, it might be a kind of fun way to start each each episode. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. are we bringing the streak back? There was a reason I didn't mention it today. This was the first episode in almost two years I didn't mention the streak right off of the bat. I don't know if you caught that. So I caught it. I, I don't blame you. They, I mean, they, they've taken it from us. Sad. All right. Anything else from tonight's episode? We're back, baby. Wow. Andy's locked in. Segments, what do we got? Sir the prop. Stir the prop. So I think tonight, because we're uh, officially in conquest, um, I think it's a good moment in time to revisit our preseason prop bets, which I'm trying to find. All right, uh, all right. Here we go. So let's just kind of go through. Ooh, I kind of I have our preseason predictions down here too. Okay. Let's hear them. All right. So, so the we have four prop bets. One is the number of episodes was seventeen and a half. I think the over going to hit. Probably oh my god. Um, next prop bet is uh, a half. So it happens or not, somebody getting quit or kicked off. I said yes. I don't think now. Correct. I mean, they, they, they. I agree. They kind of teased it in next week on, but usually that's just they're just fucking with us. The next one was four and a half elimination wins by mercenaries, which barely. Yeah, five, five and five. What a coincidence, BME. And then the last one. I think this is still zero. Two and a half phone calls to unique challengers not on this season. I think that is zero. Right? Yeah. Wait, Wait. Kyle. Didn't Kyle get a phone call? No? Did he? For some reason, I thought he did. I thought he might have. I thought Big T called him. Big T called him, right? You're right. We have one. We never got Nelly T. He's a classic phone Mm -hmm. call guy. I think we were debating. Didn't Melissa call her her daughter? Yeah, that. Mm, I Does think that we gotta that up. I think that's a point five. We might push a two and a half line. Impossible. She counts as a half. <laughs> God. So she counts as a half. Should I? Uh, what do you guys think? Should I go over our, our prediction? Yeah. yeah. Do yeah, just so it looks look like our predictions and, and give us some notables. So basically, yeah, I think how we did this is we all picked because we didn't know the format at the time. So we all picked one male, one female, and then we got to pick a third person from either sex. Okay. Um it looks like the only person that has all three guesses left is Andy. His three picks were Horacio, Olivia, and Emmanuel. Okay. Um, Trev picked Horacio and Olivia. His third pick was Melissa. She's gone. Damn. My three picks were Emmanuel, Olivia, and Melissa. 
so she's gone. Um, and then, ooh, bad night for Adam, the former co-host. Ooh. Oh, he's been he's been sucking Zaza's dick all season. He went in with three tonight, left with one. He had Horacio, Zara, and Raven. He had Raven. He had Raven. That's so ridiculous. So Andy has three people left. Trev and I have two. Adam has one. Wow. We didn't even really talk about Raven losing and Raven also going home. Oh, shit. We didn't. (laughs) But I don't think we really need to. And that was talking to Raven going home. That was actually kind of smirk. I kind of forgot somebody went home. All right. What other segments we got tonight? Uh, The next segment we have is This Day in Challenge History. Um, Two quick things. The first one is uh, a trivia question. First one who answers this gets um, a candy gram coming up for Valentine's Day. Um, So whoever answers this can get a candy gram. Basically, on this day, uh, 20-something years ago, Battle of the Sexes 2 ended. There were three male winners, three female losers. Can you name anybody of the six? Mark Long. There's one male name that you know of and one female name that you know of. Anissa. Robin. Trev must not want this candy green. Shane? No, good guess. No, Evelyn wouldn't be that far back. She was like six. <laughs> um, Big Easy, Veronica, Coral, 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 Bang. Coral, Coral was the female. She lost. Um, the other, no, the other male. My hint was going to be he. Today is kind of more famous for non-challenge stuff. The Miz? No. You said no to Mark Long? Mark Long was runner-up for the last episode. Um, For non-challenge stuff? Theo Vaughn? Yes. Wow. Mm. Theo Vaughn became a challenge champ uh, 20 or 19 years ago today. Congratulations on your candy gram, Andy. Thank you. And then... Uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So the second... Um, the second thing that I have here for this day in challenge history... It's not a trivia question because I, I don't know how I could make this a trivia question. Um, but this was the second ever season. The year was 2000. 24 years ago, uh, episode two. And I just want to read you guys. Uh, so there's like six people on, nobody gets eliminated. I just want to read you part of the episode description. Um, was that the Vegas one or was the Vegas one, the first episode where they jump off the stratosphere thing? It looks like Vegas, uh, was episode one. Episode two was called demolition derby. Mm, No idea. I'm guessing they went to a demolition derby, though. They were in the cars. So let, let me read you the last half of the episode description. It's just hilarious that this is part of the show that we're fucking recapping tonight. 
During the mission, a determined real-world team easily defeats the road rules team. Amaya ends up having to be checked out by medical when she inhales too much smoke from the cars, but is cleared to continue. The next day, teams are given instructions for a mini challenge in which they will win an additional $6,000 if they remain tobacco-free. This upsets Piggy, who is the only one on her team that smokes. David also <laughs> struggles to stop smoking. Later that night, Heather exposes Piggy to production that she has been smoking. <laughs> That's it. Unbelievable. That's incredible. Oh, my God. And it was also the entire episode. Why do you even need to watch? <laughs> that's that's amazing. Good for them. I don't want to watch that. I think we should. And the best part was a girl got had to have medical attention because of smoke from yes. the daily. And then the next thing was don't smoke. And then somebody still smoked. <laughs> And speaking of smoke, I kind of smell smoke. <laughs> I'm done. All right. Set, last segment, MVP, LVP time. Let's do it. All right. You guys know what to do. In the chat, MVP, LVP. Fastest response will be the order. We shall see. My guess is going to go Alex, Andy, Trev tonight would be my guess. I think you can see the chat a, a second earlier, and you always say I, exactly. I will just saw it right now. Andy, Trev, Alex was what I saw. My order was wrong. My order was completely wrong. Well, they, they heard me coming in. Oh, come on. They ain't that fast. They ain't Lightning McQueen. Remember um, Piggy? <laughs> All right, Andy, MVP tonight. Who you got? Um, I'm gonna go MVP. I. All right, I'm picking Zara. Oh, I thought you were gonna go for the. Nope. I know she got eliminated. I get that. I don't like losing. But what we need more than winning is good competitors. And for me, Zara punched her ticket to come back on this show tonight. I would be excited about it. I think she's good for the show. And that got fully solidified. I don't think I would have confidently said that before tonight. And now I can. My MVP tonight it's got to be Conquest. I agree, Mikey. I mean, it is just such a good pick. Uh, the format, we're so back. Like, so back. Uh, from different, the shift in power, the domino effect, any everything Conquest is doing, I like it. I was, I was tinkering about giving it to production, and I was like, nah, fuck that. Conquest is the MVP. Great pick. Yeah, you know, I, I obviously have the third MVP. I'm not surprised that this person fell to me. I'm usually the only person that sings this guy's praises. Uh, I've been a fan of him for years. Again, not surprised that he fell to me. Everybody had their chance. 
So I'm going my guy, Ed, from the circle for my MVP tonight. Just a fucking legend. Great pick. I've been all over him. I'm going Ed from the circle. Uh, for the stat department, can we look up to see how many MVP votes Alex has had from Ed from the circle? Looks like a circle. I think I have the most this year. Oh, come on. No. All right, Alex, LVP, who you got? Uh, my LVP is going to be that little bitch boy, Jay. Pretty easy. You know, he's, he's acting tough. You know, this guy was crying. His, his, he has to go home to his wife. He fails his wife and his daughter. Shut the fuck up. You're fucking terrible. You're like 35 years old. I'm out. I'm out on Jay. LVP. He acts like no one else has a family. <laughs> that was just unbelievable. Um, my LVP. My LVP is going to be. I don't want to give it to it because it's just a bullshit pick but i like tonight's episode so my lvp is gonna be puzzles i'm tired of them the end gts i don't want to see him ever again bye-bye that's got to be a first for you oh come on i actually kind of like the puzzles tonight enough okay andy did you hear that he just said i like puzzles did we all hear that so alex is the alex is the puzzle king no 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 <laughs> We're, we're, we don't give out the Puzzle King and Queen Awards like that, like the show. Yeah. You're always the puzzle guy. Enough. You're the puzzle prince. <laughs> Watch it. Alex is the puzzle popper. Watch it. Um. All right. I'll round us out with LVP. Um, I'm going to go Colleen. Who? Why the fuck is Colleen on Jay and Michelle's alliance? They went for her for 12 out of these 15 episodes. Why is she still with them? It makes no sense to me. I was thinking about that today, like when she got picked and then just like picked another person in the alliance. I was like, they've been gunning for you since day one. Why are you still just bowing down to them? You don't have to do that. It's totally just idiotic and spineless. It is. It's annoying. And something that I thought early in the episode was, you know, because basically last week in voting, they had the classic stalemate, which in theory means that everybody, you know, split down the middle and then they lost uh, Aesop. And so Aesop goes home. And so you would think that the other side has the numbers now, maybe close, but it's by one, um, but they have the numbers. And then like instantly, you know, Jay and those fucking idiots like Colleen and James, James is a huge little bitch. They just all follow him. And Jay, he's like, they still have the numbers somehow. Yep. And I hate to just give it to Colleen because there are probably like four people that fall into that category, but She's one that really sticks out because she was getting voted in literally every single episode. Any other thoughts tonight's episode? Honorable mentions? Anything? Nothing? MVP, MVP I was going to go with the challenge because it feels like we're back. Um, LB, what about MVP? MVP us? 
the viewers, like we we've made it through the darkness. We are in the light. Like we we were we were Zara on that hill or on the board, just trying to get over chaos, chaos, chaos. No one going home, and then we finally made it. So let me go this route with you, Andy. I know I asked this last week. Are we at a limbo? I think we're alive. I think we're I think we're fully awake. Or are we in a dream within a dream right now? No, I think we're I think we're up. Sorry, one sec. I gotta spin my my yes. totem. So I mean I know Andy gets that reference. Alex isn't a big movie guy, so he doesn't get it. So, but um, we made it. I guess we'll end on that. Actually, no, we're not going to end on this. I want to bring up one one quick thing about tonight's episode: the ending. Does TJ have favorites? I've never seen him say that to Palacio and Kylan. He's like, "You two are by far the best competitors this season." I don't want to see you guys back in here. You guys deserve better. Like, has he ever said that to anybody? I think TJ's full of shit. He didn't used to be. I mean, I've been saying that for years. That shouldn't come as a surprise. He says shit like that all the time, Trev. Pay attention. But Well, he's he's kind of – I like that he's doing it now when it's kind of in secret. Nobody else knows. That's true, too. Uh, except the 25 people watching the show still. Yeah, but that's kind of smirk. God. You know, you know, James is laying his his big old head to bed at night and thinking TJ likes me the best. Nope. God, it was all lies. I mean, when when Asaf went home and he was crying and Jay was crying, TJ was like, "Oh, you know, it was such it was such a great time to have you. You're definitely going to be back. You're going to be missed. Like, you were such a great addition to the show. Like, it's all the same shit." Do you think, like, when he's reading some yeah, of these, everyone's movies, a goat? TJ's just a participation trophy host these days. Do you think he, like, on his hand just says, like, ASAP on his hand? And he's just like, ASAP, you played a great game tonight. Yes. He, like, wipes, he, like, scratches his face. It's, like, smeared. He's like, uh uh-huh. On his forehead. <laughs> Good. All right, anything else from tonight's episode? We're back. We're back. We're back. I'm excited for next week. Yeah. Haven't said that in a long time. Wow. All year. Years. So are we officially killing oh Andy's future episode recap show? Are we done with that? I think so. Because I think we have like we don't know what's gonna happen next episode. We don't. Wow. Because it all hinges on who wins the daily. Wow. I think we're back. And with that being said. Thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I've been your host, Trevor. You can follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Stir underscore the underscore pod. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Shout out, Duffy. Bye-bye. Love you, guys. Love you, guys. Love you, guys. Love you, guys.